Okay, so this is going to be the third one of these, and we are finishing up. We finished up today, Isaiah. So we started in 63 and went to 66. Obviously, it's the last chapter. Um, right? Yeah? Yeah. 63? Mm -hmm. No, I mean, I knew 66 was the last chapter, but I, I was yeah, pretty we, sure that we started yeah, in 63. Yeah, so we usually do three chapters a day, but we're going to do four today since that's kind of how the cookie crumbles, so... Okay, yeah, so uh, we finished, uh, but the first, yeah, I guess we could just jump into it and I'll just stop you immediately. Well, yeah, we're trying not to just sit here and take up too much of y'all's time, but some of these, they have like a very clear chapter that we're like, ooh, we're reading that one. That's the one we really want to dig into, but this one has So I guess a I'll lot just do wanna... it beforehand. This is... Um, Again, this is what's really cool about Isaiah is it kind of goes, yesterday we were talking about, obviously, the Messiah mm -hmm. uh, coming, coming, and then in this one, we're talking about the Messiah's second coming. Yeah. Um, and that's in 63, and you start that off immediately. So it's really cool to see uh, Isaiah... Or Revelation quote something out of Isaiah, yeah. or not not directly quote, but the idea out of Referring, Isaiah from yeah. the the clothing stained in red, mm -hmm. and with his royal robes. Now let's go ahead and start reading it, and then well, I'll because stop the Jesus it. we're going to see here is the Jesus that I feel like in our Christian culture, this is the Jesus we don't see the pictures of. This is the Jesus we yeah, don't and this is this have is, hanging up in the Sunday school room and things like that, but this is the Jesus that's again, coming. this is fitting the puzzle together, again, of the Old and New Testament to where mm -hmm. it's giving you additional information to what's going to happen. So it's not just the, you know, the just Revelation 19. Mm -hmm. It's Isaiah 63. Right, and Isaiah 63 goes over a very detailed of of what's going to happen, and, and kind of the 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 way that the events unfold. So you can always take the Old Testament and read it along with mm -hmm. uh, the New Testament, and that's what I always like. Uh, what Andy Woods always says when he talks about. Um, Revelation and then the book of Daniel. Yeah. The book of Daniel being the basement and, and Revelation being the 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 house. house yeah. And uh, it goes the same way almost with Isaiah in so many different ways because you can, there's a lot of different, <clears throat> not directly like Daniel, almost a, the full book and Daniel almost talks about, you know, it just fits along. Well, the whole thing is it. one big puzzle, but, and you put all these pieces together, and they just... It's so right, yeah, Isaiah and Revelation 2, they, they go along together nicely. Before I start reading, did you put your phone on silent? No. See, guys, every time we do this. All right, I'm going to start reading in Isaiah 63. Um, we are reading out of the New Living Translation. Um, again, we're going to offer it every time. If you need a hard copy paper Bible to study out of and you don't have one, email us, let us know, and we will make sure to get you one. APHomeChurch at gmail.com. All right, judgment against the Lord's enemies. Who is this who comes from Edom, from the city of Bozrah, with his clothing stained red? Who is this in royal robes, marching in his great strength? It is I, the Lord, announcing your salvation. It is I, the Lord, who has the power to save. Why are your clothes so red, as if you have been treading out grapes? 
I have been treading the wine press alone. No one was there to help me. In my anger I have trampled my enemies as if they were grapes. In my fury I have trampled my foes. Their blood has stained my clothes. For the time has come for me to avenge my people, to ransom them from their oppressors. I was amazed to see that no one intervened to help the oppressed. So I myself stepped in to save them with my strong arm, and my wrath sustained me. I crushed the nations in my anger and made them stagger and fall to the ground, spilling their blood upon the earth. Yeah, that, um, wow. That's the other Jesus. That's the Jesus that's coming next. Yeah. That we don't ever talk about. Yeah. Uh, we always are talking about the lovey-dovey Jesus. Yeah, sitting there with the lamb on his lap. Yeah, with the feathered hair. Yeah. Rouge on his cheeks. Yeah. But, no, we have a warrior coming out with his robe dipped in his enemy's blood, and that is, that's human blood. Well, that's what I love there in Fiber. He says, I was amazed to see that no one intervened to help the oppressed. Yeah. So I stepped in and did so it myself. So I stepped in and did it myself. Um, we, we see him so often talking about, these are the things I want to see you do. Step in for the oppressed, step in for Which this. is also really interesting, too, because um, it also uh, gives you the idea that there's a limit to what he can take. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, there's a limit to his grace <laughs> as far as... Uh, when that runs out, obviously it's well measured and mm -hmm. you know, yeah, but he's well sovereign over there's it. There's a time. There's when... a time when it runs out, mm -hmm. um, and there's a time where he goes, "Man, this is it. I'm going to step in and deal with it." Done. So, <laughs> all right, verse seven. I will tell of the Lord's unfailing love. I will praise the Lord for all He has done. I will rejoice in His great goodness to Israel, which has granted according to His mercy and love. He said, they are my very own people. Surely they will not betray me again. And he became their savior. Again. Again, yeah. Again. They betrayed him you know, once. They betrayed him once. That's the second coming right there again, too. Mm -hmm. So you can... It's awesome. Verse 9. In all their suffering, he also suffered, and he personally rescued them. In his love and mercy, he redeemed them. He lifted them up and carried them through all the years. But they rebelled against him and grieved his Holy Spirit. So he became their enemy and fought against them. Then they remembered those days of old when Moses led his people out of Egypt. They cried out, Where is the one who brought Israel through the sea with Moses as their shepherd? Where is the one who sent his Holy Spirit to be among his people? Where is the one whose power was displayed when Moses lifted up his hand, the one who divided the sea before them, making himself famous forever? Where is the one who led them through the bottom of the sea? They were like fine stallions racing through the desert, never stumbling. As with cattle going down into a peaceful valley, the Spirit of the Lord gave them rest. You led your people, Lord, and gained a magnificent reputation. Lord, look down from heaven. Look from your holy, glorious home and see us. Where is the passion and the might you used to show on our behalf? Where are your mercy and compassion now? Surely you are still our father. Even if Abraham and Jacob would disown us, Lord, you would still be our father. You are our Redeemer from ages past. Lord, why have you allowed us to turn from your path? Why have you given us stubborn hearts so we no longer fear you? Return and help us, for we are your servants, the tribes that are your special possession. How briefly your holy people possessed your holy place, and now our enemies have destroyed it. Sometimes it seems as though we never belonged to you, as though we had never been known as your people. He says that too, how briefly your holy people possessed 
Yeah, that that was one thing that we um, we brought up earlier. A lot in the Old Testament, you'll see these these are grand promises for Israel that many um, people a lot smarter than I am argue that it was fulfilled, and they would say that a lot of this this kingdom talk is is stuff that's kind of in the past, but. Um, that's what's really interesting is when you look over the scope of it, you look at, you know, the times that Israel actually possessed these things. And like, as we said yesterday, that Israel has never possessed, possessed all, all of, of the land. Mm-hmm. Um, but so you look at it in the light of that and you can see that these things have not happened yet. Mm-hmm. And this is obviously. And even when things were great for Israel, it was only for a set amount of time. Correct. Yeah, and these are, and that's obviously, this is, this prophecy deals with, again, this is so amazing because, you know, Isaiah, no idea at the time, obviously, the full Mm -hmm. picture. Oh, yeah. You know, um, so, but that's so cool is we do. Mm -hmm. So we we do have the whole picture and we understand all of this now. All these pieces. All of these pieces. Not saying that we know everything, but now we, we understand God's plan, which which He revealed to us in full, mm-hmm. is what we what we can comprehend. Yeah, and so now we can take and we can understand these things. Now we can fully read, you know, uh, Isaiah with unveiled eyes through the light of what Christ did and what He's coming to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, He said on the cross, everything is finished. Because it is, it's done. Yes, yeah. it's, it's as good as done. Um, he's just coming back to seal it. Yeah. So that's what's really play cool. out these. Things. Yeah, to play out these things. So that's what's really cool about seeing um, this here, though, is this goes into to definitely Israel kind of mourning for, you know, going, man, you are our God. Please come back. You know, why are you angry with us for so long? You know. Uh, and then you just get this. We're gonna go into it, but this just oh, sixty four is an awesome. Yeah, chapter. it's really cool. So we'll go. Go ahead. I think that was part of our problem in trying to when we were just gonna read like one chapter, or just part of it, like we've been trying to do so far. We're like, no, they're they're too good. Yeah, and that's what we. I mean, before we even started this one, that's what we said. So we'll figure. Maybe it out. it'll be a little bit longer. We're trying. Okay, uh, Isaiah sixty four verse one. Oh, that you would burst from the heavens and come down! How the mountains would quake in your presence! As fire causes wood to burn and water to boil, your coming would make the nations tremble. Then your enemies would learn the reason for your fame. When you came down long ago, you did awesome deeds beyond our highest expectations. And oh, how the mountains quaked. For since the world began, no ear has heard and no eye has seen a God like you, who works for those who wait for him. You welcome those who gladly do good, who follow godly ways. But you have been very angry with us, for we are not godly. We are constant sinners. How can people like us be saved? We are all infected and impure with sin. When we display our righteous deeds, they are nothing but filthy rags. Like autumn leaves, we wither and fall, and our sins sweep us away like the wind. Yet no one calls on your name or pleads with you for mercy. Therefore you have turned away from us and turned us over to our sins. And yet, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay and you are the potter. We are all formed by your hand. Don't be so angry with us, Lord. Please don't remember our sins forever. Look at us, we pray, and see that we are all your people. 
Your holy cities are destroyed. Zion is a wilderness. Yes, Jerusalem is a desolate ruin. The holy and beautiful temple where our ancestors praised you has been burned down, and all the things of beauty are destroyed. After all this, Lord, must you still refuse to help us? Will you continue to be silent and punish us? It's funny them talking there about the temple being destroyed. I mean, the temple's been destroyed before, but right. just obviously after But that's not, he's 70. prophesying, yeah. He's yeah. prophesying about a different temple. So, yeah. Well, yeah, as yeah, we stand exactly now that, that one, Exactly. Such, ah, yeah. So good. <laughs> okay, Isaiah 65, judgment and final salvation. Verse 1. The Lord says, I was ready to respond, but no one asked for help. I was ready to be found, but no one was looking for me. I said, here I am, here I am, to a nation that did not call on my name. Gentiles. All day long, I opened my arms to a rebellious people, but they follow their own evil paths and their own crooked schemes. All day long, they insult me to my face by worshiping idols in their sacred gardens. They burn incense on pagan altars. At night they go out among the graves worshiping the dead. They eat the flesh of pigs and make stews with other forbidden foods. Yet they say to each other, Don't come too close or you will defile me. I am holier than you. <clears throat> These people are a stench in my nostrils. An acrid smell that never goes away? I can't that see. That I don't know. Okay. I'm really, my computer's computer frozen. Here, okay. so. Sorry if I'm butchering any of the words, guys. Um, verse 6. Look, my decree is written out in front of me. I will not stand silent. I will repay them in full. Yes, I will repay them, both for their sins and for those of their ancestors, says the Lord. For they also burned incense on the mountains and insulted me on the hills. I will pay them back in full. But I will not destroy them all, says the Lord. For just as good grapes are found among a cluster of bad ones, and someone will say, don't throw them all away, some of those grapes are good, so I will not destroy all Israel, for I still have true servants there. I will preserve a remnant of the people of Israel and of Judah to possess my land. Those I choose will inherit it, and my servants will live there. The plain of Sharon will again be filled with flocks for my people who have searched for me, and the valley of Ahor will be a place to pasture herds. But because the rest of you have forsaken the Lord and have forgotten his temple, and because you have prepared feasts to honor the God of fate and have offered mixed wine to the God of destiny, now I will destine you for the sword, and you will bow down before the executioner. For when I called, you did not answer. When I spoke, you did not listen. You deliberately sinned before my very eyes and chose to do what you know I despise. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. My servants will eat, but you will starve. My servants will drink, but you will be thirsty. My servants will rejoice, but you will be sad and ashamed. Let me, let me just kind of stop right there because I know that I think people get <clears throat> really misunderstood when they're reading this I've noticed often he is we have to remember what these things are that Israel did that he is this upset about sure when he's saying you did the things that I detest okay so they were his holy people that were he gave them specific commands that they were not supposed to to break they weren't supposed to make alliances, especially in this time that Isaiah is mm -hmm. talking about with other nations. Mm -hmm. They weren't supposed to intermarry with other nations. Mm -hmm. They weren't supposed to do 
a world of things that they actually did. Literally, wholly set apart. Exactly, they were his set apart, chosen people. Mm -hmm. Okay, church. This makes us no different from today. That's what these things are for. Okay, that's what Paul says that these things were written as instructions for us who live in this age and as examples. And we have seen God over and over search the book of the Lord to see what he will do. Well, you know what he's going so you know these things, but we don't again we we think we're removed. This is this is very very applicable to us. So what he's talking about when he's making these grand things, this is a time of of a nation that had completely forgot God, a completely abandoned him, went off and and did made the motion, you know, did the motions, mm-hmm. acted like it. They 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 pretended like they lived there, went through the whole deal, but yet their hearts and their minds were so far away it wasn't even funny. And the the condition of Israel, the rich were rich and the poor were really, really poor. And there was a huge amount of oppression and there was all these things that we see in our very world today is what Israel was doing. It wasn't like they were doing some weird like thing that nobody's ever done in history ever since. That's not what was happening. They, they they were being what man and what our flesh is pretty much, well, what we are while we are in this flesh, what we are destined to be, which is we will always, we will always war with God in in this flesh. No, because it's we are corrupted. sealed with the Spirit, but we have corrupted flesh. Um, so. Until until that that's just what we do. We're human. We're you know so that's that's just kind of the the story of human history. And there's really no getting around it. But then you you have to really start paying attention to these words and these things now that he's getting so upset about, and kind of apply those to even what you see today. And just be like, okay, when is this going to run out? When is he going to, when is this? Because, you know, the, a lot of the, this is exactly what he's talking about is these things that we see right now. Mm-hmm. And so don't think that these things that he's talking about and saying to Israel and these reasons for rejecting him were so crazy. Yeah, they denied Christ. Yes. But why did they deny Christ? Because they were so in love with their God, which was not the true God. It was the God of this world. They were so, that they missed it. That we have that same opportunity. That's why we're warned to stay away from idols. That's why we're is because we have that same ability to choose the God of this world and walk as an enemy of the cross, and be in the same exact situation here as Israel is when God's speaking to them. So I didn't mean to interrupt. I hope you remember where you are. I do, but I'm okay. just going to go ahead and start again at verse 13 since okay. um, that's what we're saying. All right, so 13. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. My servants will eat, but you will starve. My servants will drink, but you will be thirsty. My servants will rejoice, but you will be sad and ashamed. My servants will sing for joy, but you will cry in sorrow and despair. 
Your name will be a curse word among my people, for the Sovereign Lord will destroy you and will call his true servants by another name. All who invoke a blessing or take an oath will do so by the God of truth, for I will put aside my anger and forget the evil of earlier days. Look, I am creating new heavens and a new earth, and no one will even think about the old ones anymore. Be glad, rejoice forever in my creation. And look, I will create Jerusalem as a place of happiness. Her people will be a source of joy. I will rejoice over Jerusalem and delight in my people, and the sound of weeping and crying will be heard in it no more. Amen. Well, that be a good day. No longer will babies die when only a few days old. No longer will adults die before they have lived a full life. No longer will people be considered old at 100. Only the cursed will die that young. Whoop. Stop there. <laughs> I have a feeling. <laughs> Wait a minute. What did he just say? He said something about death. That's weird. Because mm-hmm. we're talking about, we're in the same breath as the new heaven and the new earth, but yet we're talking about death. But yet death, pain, these, these things will be removed. So we are talking about the millennial kingdom here. We are talking about the kingdom reign. We are talking about mm-hmm. a world with human, that well, tribulation, <laughs> saint, people that make it out of the tribulation, which will be uh, very, very small. He promises to preserve a remnant, and mm-hmm. what, whatever that remnant is, I don't know. I don't want to... I don't know, but these aren't these these are going to be the population of the literal earthly kingdom. So we know that we have this period. This period, of course, when you have a, a thousand year period, as we're told in Revelation twenty, the thousand years is you. You could tell that uh, let's a child would be a hundred years old. Yeah. You know, you, you different things like that. You think of like back to the days of like Methuselah, who mm-hmm. nearly made it to a thousand. Yeah. But if he would have died at a hundred, he would have been a kid. Yeah. No, that would have been a child. Well, yeah. You look um, at the ages of people yeah, in the early days; the it's so different. Right. Um, so. Because now we are confined is, to only our max of one hundred and twenty years. Right, and then this is obvi- This is the. Uh, this is the victory reign. I mean, mm-hmm. this is. I stopped you where it says death, but as we go on in verse 25, I'll go forward a little bit, but in 25 when it says, but snakes will eat dust. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is, this is the, our victory dance. This is the victory dance. This is yeah. the, the, the arena that, that Satan entered mm-hmm. and attempted to destroy mm-hmm. the same arena. Yeah. yeah. The same arena, the savior comes, reigns and defeats the enemy and we the, get to be like ruling with him and doing things with him like that is just mind-blowing yes to have those promises to yeah. be to have christ as our literal king in this well, kingdom and if we need to keep our eyes focused on christ and the eternal and not on the things the here and the now of this world like every time but we but you have to understand when you say kingdom especially talking about israel we're, we're talking about a political kingdom as well because we're talking about he's the ruler of, of all earth. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking about just like a fancy little, you know, cute little king, prince, as we get this idea. No, this is what's going to run the world. Well, that's how we like explain to the kids. It's like if there's 
one president for the whole world. Right. But it's President Jesus. Right. Well, I mean, and then, too, I think most people, most kids, are, are they can understand the idea of a king and a kingdom and a princess. And they, they, they that they rule and they mm-hmm. do all these things and these fancy. <clears throat> so, I mean, even kids can kind of get that idea of a kingdom. But if you kind of, I don't think adults put that very much into because, you know, we have presidents. We have um vice presidents and these different things like that we don't you know it's kind of lost but this is this is a very very political <laughs> kingdom as well so you're going to say something well the the point um i was just trying to make is we can it's so easy to get caught up in the things of this world and what we're looking forward to in this world and and getting caught up in all of these these things in the here and now when we're told not to for our eyes not to be on the things of this world but on the eternal and so whenever we are getting um 21 is when i actually keep underlined uh, in my bible makes me feel better but uh when we look at these things i could care less about what's going on right now about our house, how much money isn't in our bank account, mm-hmm. our car, our whatever it may be, because this is just a blink of time. Mm-hmm. This that we're reading here, this is what I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to. This mm-hmm. is where my hopes and dreams, you know, are going to, because here and now it is nothing. This is what's going to waste away and go, you know, it's just a blip of time. But looking here in 21, in those days, people will live in the houses they build and eat the fruit of their own vineyards. Unlike the past, invaders will not take their houses and confiscate their vineyards. For my people will live as long as trees, and my chosen ones will have time to enjoy their hard-won hard gains. It's interesting, though. He says, "My for my people mm-hmm. will live as long as trees. Mm-hmm. So obviously, we're talking, <clears throat> again, we're talking about Israel, man, mm-hmm. and these promises to ethnic Israel. Mm-hmm. This is something that God has not forgotten. No, <laughs> we, no we, of course and, not. And he is, he is making good on all of these promises, and my people will live as long as trees. They will live in the houses they built. This is mm-hmm. all these things that Israel and us, they got, we've been grafted into this, but this is kind of, you know, I've always kind of viewed this as a, you know, just kind of, you're just kind of looking at this on the outside, you know, this part to see the, you know, the ethnic Israel being able to, to have that. Cause you know, that that's going to be such a special, mm-hmm. special thing for the Hebrew people. 23, they will not work in vain and their children will not be doomed to misfortune for they are people blessed by the Lord and their children too will be blessed. I will answer them before they even call to me. When they are still talking about their needs, I will go ahead and answer their prayers. Lord, don't live in by faith and live in by every prayer. And he's saying, hey, you can't even get the words out of your mouth and I'll come and yeah. take care of it. Like, I mean, that's just amazing. Think of how many people you pray for that have cancer or struggling or homeless or, you know, all right. these different things. And he's like, nope, got it. Which, I mean, he still has now, but I just meant it being quickly. Anyways. 25. The wolf and the lamb will feed together. The lion will eat hay like a cow, but the snakes will eat dust. <laughs> in those days, no one will be hurt or destroyed on my holy mountain. I, the Lord, have spoken. All right. We're going to finish up 66. Hopefully kind of quick. <laughs> I'll go a little bit Isn't longer 66, today. 66, like, really long? Yeah. So we're going to go a little bit over our time today, but I'll try to hurry. 
This is what the Lord says. Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Could you build me a temple as good as that? Could you build me such a resting place? My hands have made both heaven and earth. They are everything. They and everything in them are mine. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will bless those who have humbled and contrite hearts, who tremble at my word. But those who choose their own ways, delight in their detestable sins, will not have their offerings accepted. When such people sacrifice a bull, it is no more acceptable than a human sacrifice. When they sacrifice a lamb, it is as though they had sacrificed a dog. When they bring an offering of grain, they might as well offer the blood of a pig. When they burn frankincense, it is as if they had blessed an idol. I will send them great trouble, all the things they feared. For when I called, they did not answer. When I spoke, they did not listen. They deliberately sinned before my eyes and chose to do what they know I despise. And that was your point earlier with that. We know exactly what he despises. He is very clear about the things that are detestable to him. We can search our own lives, our own culture, our own everything yeah, and, and really, see these things. We really need to quit running and hiding from these things and acting like there's something that we can't, like, you know, that it's so far removed that we can't do. Like, I, I don't know what it is that we think that these people did that, like... Yeah, they're doing the same stuff yeah, we do every day. Yeah, the same stuff that we do. <laughs> Verse 5, hear this message from the Lord, all you who tremble at his words. Your own people hate you and throw you out for being loyal to my name. Let the Lord be honored, they scoff. Be joyful in him, but they will be put to shame. What is all the commotion in the city? What is that terrible noise from the temple? It is the voice of the Lord taking vengeance against his enemies. Before the birth pains even begin, Jerusalem gives birth to a son. Who has ever seen anything as strange as this? Who ever heard of such a thing? Has a nation ever been born in a single day? Has a country ever come forth in a mere moment? <laughs> yes. Yep, 1947, 48, we saw this. Yeah, my mom saw that. Has a country ever come forth in a mere moment? But by the time Jerusalem's birth pains begin, her children will be born. Would I ever bring this nation to the point of birth and then not deliver it, asked the Lord? No, I would never keep this nation from being born, says your God. Rejoice with Jerusalem, be glad with her, all you who love her and all you who mourn for her. Drink deeply of her glory, even as an infant drinks at its mother's comforting breast. This is what the Lord says. I will give Jerusalem a river of peace and prosperity. The wealth of the nations will flow to her. Her children will be nursed at her breast, carried in her arms, and held on her lap. I will comfort you there in Jerusalem as a mother comforts her child. When you see these things, your heart will rejoice. You will flourish like the grass. Everyone will see the Lord's hand of blessing on his servants and his anger against his enemies. See, the Lord is coming with fire, and his swift chariots roar like a whirlwind. He will bring punishment with the fury of his anger and the flaming fire of his hot rebuke. The Lord will punish the world by fire with his sword. He will judge the earth, and many will be killed by him. Those who consecrate and purify themselves in a sacred garden with its idol in the center, feasting on pork and rats and other detestable meats, will come to a terrible end, says the Lord. I can see what they are doing, and I know what they are thinking. So I will gather all nations and peoples together, and they will see my glory. I will perform a sign among them, and I will, see, I will send those who survive to be messengers to the nations, to Tarshish, to the Libyans, to the Lydians, who are famous as archers, to Tubal in Greece, and to all the lands beyond the sea that have not heard of my fame or seen my glory. There they will declare my glory to the nations. They will bring the remnant of your people back from every nation. They will bring them to my holy mountain in Jerusalem as an offering to the Lord. They will ride on horses and chariots and wagons and on mules and camels, said the Lord. And I will appoint some of them to be my priests and Levites. I, the Lord, have spoken. 
As surely as my new heavens and earth will remain, so will you always be my people, with a name that will never disappear, says the Lord. All humanity will come to worship me from week to week and from month to month, and as they go out they will see the dead bodies of those who have rebelled against me. For the worms that devour them will never die, and the fire that burns them will never go out. All who pass by will view them with utter horror. I don't know how to view that one. I th- I'm pretty sure that still talking about the millennial, the very last verse of that. Yeah. It's talking about the, the millennial the kingdom because. Well, we know we'll be going to Jerusalem and doing things. Right, and the, and and there's the you know obvious there's a I mean it's I believe it literally it's literally what it says I think mm-hmm. there's there's literally the valley down there and you can see where all of this. If, if you get yeah, on yeah, there is uh, a literal valley. If you go out and it's right next to it, the right next to the gate of the temple, and you can tell where it, like where this would be, mm-hmm. um, and, and you can get this idea of yeah, I, yeah, I think it means what it says. Um, well, it's just so intense to read these things and be like, these are literally events that we are. But going to see in the that's future. why i thought was interesting uh, they put that little piece in the bible show uh that they did on what was it his no a and e history maybe you can get it on amazon Prime. yeah it was the bible or nbc no or what was it, a network. <laughs> no. I, I don't know they did really really good with it either way i know we talked about it before but uh where jesus is they're going from egypt into mm. israel and he sees the yeah. uh, people that had been crucified, crucified up on the hill. Up on the hill. When he's a kid, he sees. Yeah, them. and so I, I think they put that in there for that type of idea for the king. Like, I, I can, I can see that that might, might be the deal. The same type of thing that we see. With yeah. This, yeah. What are, I know it's you're looking just, it up. So but. it's just called the Bible. If you go on like Amazon Prime and search it, the Prime Video. Um, it's a five-part um, little series, or no, it's more than that. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I didn't. I don't. I didn't like really it was have many complaints. On the History Channel or something like that, but it's not showing me on here, so I, I'm not smart enough to know how to figure it out. But it's really good, and it is a neat way that they show that. Yeah, it just blows my mind. That so yeah, is... I mean, I didn't mean to just single that out after a very long chapter, but um, that was what. This is what's coming up. That's what we. Yeah, that's what's coming up, and yeah. Again, I apologize for starting in the most horrible place. But I kind of feel like it wasn't. Like even though it was really random, yeah. and we did not mean it to be that way, we started right at this point where he's saying, "Hey, this is the story has to end somehow." Mm-hmm. And we've been going for so long without any major thing happening. I feel like we all just get the assumption that it's going to continue on this way forever and ever and ever. Yeah, but and it's not. The story has an I've, ending. I think what we can pull out of this is is what excitement is this is for the fact of the modern state of Israel as it sits now. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't exist in the recognition, in the possession, the way that it did, or the way that it does now, but mm-hmm. even in 47, 48, um, when they they returned back and they claimed the land back, mm-hmm. again, after the Holocaust, I mean, that was just, it's nothing short of, of a miracle from God. Um, oh, completely. To, for, because it just, it makes no sense. I mean, these people have been exterminated and chased all throughout human history. Yep. 
So it makes zero sense that after this mass extermination of them, and if you look at the numbers, I mean, this was a very, very, uh, very large number, you know, that or a very small number, obviously, that were left afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to come back and then to do that uh, is just absolutely incredible. So the fact that Israel even exists right there is showing you that that there's some sort of time period that we're in here because God is clearly getting ready to make do on his on his promises yeah these that promises given that we just Israel. read in these past few days are literal things that are going and, to happen and that's really cool because that means a lot for us <laughs> yeah. like just because that's I mean, just the timing on that is perfect for us. When he talks about these people that he will protect and bring with him and do these things for, Mm -hmm. it's like, we're the we. Mm -hmm. Like, we get to be them. He brings his holy ones with him. Yeah, Yeah, and that's just... We get to be those ones. And this is so what our children... I think this is why our children ask to read prophecy so much because they're like, that's us. I will be mm-hmm. with Jesus. Right, I will be right, his yeah. VIP. You when know, you, like that's so when you cool. want to try to find and identify yourself in mm-hmm. Scripture. You know, yeah, it's very easy for the kids to yeah, tell them they love this. That yes, this is what you will be. You will be coming back with him. Yep. Um, so hopefully, these studies are something of help. Uh, something that you guys are enjoying. We are definitely enjoying doing this. We only went a few minutes over our time today, so not bad. Trying to keep these ones a little bit shorter. I'm not sure what book we're going to go into next. We usually just pray on it and then discuss it as a family to see what everybody is feeling. But we'll be back tomorrow with another little daily Bible study. And then, of course, our longer Bible studies on Sunday. And then Sunday afternoons at 3 p.m. Eastern time, we will host a YouTube Live on our AMP Home Church YouTube where we can sit down and all just hang out and chat and discuss all the things that we are studying this week. So... Thanks for hanging out with us, guys.